0: Please pray for us today as we go to represent the love of God at a very significant time in our culture. (coughs) Lift up all those who will be there protesting the decision of the church. The greatest thing we can do is to show love. are so many people who are saddened and hurtened by the decision that our church says homosexuality is incompatible with Christian teaching therefore you cannot be a self-avowed homosexual and be ordained as a pastor. No pastor in the United Methodist Church can marry same-sex individuals. and so we go to live beyond all the language today and show the love of God in Jesus. <coughs> Come with us now to the book of Exodus, chapter 24. Exodus chapter 24, verses 12 through 18. Exodus 24, 12 through 18. And as you have the word of God, won't you stand out of reverence for God's holy word? And listen now for the word of The Lord. The Lord said to Moses, Come up to me on the mountain and wait there, and I will give you the tablets of stone which the law and the commandment which I have written for the people's instruction. So Moses set out with his assistant Joshua, and Moses went up into the mountain of God. To the elders, he had said, wait here for us until we come to you again. For Aaron and her are with you. Whoever has a dispute may go to them. Then Moses went up on the mountain, and the cloud covered the mountain. The glory of the Lord settled on Mount Sinai, and the cloud covered it for six days. And on the seventh day, he called to Moses out of the cloud. Now the appearance of the glory of the Lord was like a devouring fire on the top of the mountain in the sight of the people of Israel. Moses then entered the cloud went up on the mountain, and Moses was on the mountain for 40 days and 40 nights. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks Thanks be to God. You may be seated. Won't you pray with me now? Oh, God, as I come throughout this day, as the one called out to represent who you are, please allow the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, oh, Lord, for for you are my strength. Give me strength, give me strength. And you are my redeemer. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I pray it. Let the church say amen. Smile at your neighbor today. Amen, amen. Look at someone and say, neighbor, yeah. we have an invitation, we have an invitation. From, God from God himself to go to higher ground. To higher ground. Right. Look at the other neighbor and say, we moving on we're moving on up. We're moving on up. <laughs> <laughs> Most of us who have been in the church have really heard about Moses, the great leader that God called to be a pastor and leader of his people. And there's so much to tell in the life of Moses that we just can't begin to tell it all. So we're going to just listen to this Part and try to share with you some of Moses' leadership abilities. The fact that you know he was put in a basket and sent down the river so they wouldn't kill him. And his mama ended up being his nursemaid. Oh, he's just had such a life. Such a life. And believe it or not, Moses that the people out of slavery, and God called Moses, not when he was. Young, but when he was old. And so we hear in this scripture that, that God invited Moses to come up to higher ground where Moses and God had an, an amazing encounter. It was one of a kind encounter that, that needed to take place in the history of God's people. And Moses was the one chosen to receive this invitation. God is a God who extends invitations to human beings like you and like me. He extends invitations to us to become reconciled, to be in relationship with him like the one he extended in the book of Isaiah. In Isaiah, the book of Isaiah, chapter 1, verse 8 says, Come, people, let us reason together. (laughs) Isn't that interesting? Come on, let us reason together. Look, he says, though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow after you get through reasoning with me. Though they are red like crimson, they shall become like wool. God extends invitations to us to become abundantly blessed like the invitation he extended in the book of Malachi. The third chapter, verse 10, he says, bring your tithes, your 10% of your blessings. Bring your money. I keep telling people now, this is inflation, so it may be more than that. Bring your tithes, God said, into the storehouse and church and and try me, God said. Try me and see if I'll not open up the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing till you don't have room to receive. Jesus himself even continues this act of divine invitation. Jesus said, come to me. All you who are weary and heavy laden, Come to me, and I will give you rest. Divine invitations. Oh, we like to get invitations to the ball, invitations to the Oscar, invitations to the friend's party, invitations to the kid's party, invitations. But this morning, I'm talking about divine invitations. The the invitations that we don't usually have time for. The invitations that we don't think are that important because we have not read the word but today, beloved. We are concerned with this invitation that God gave to Pastor Moses one day saying, Moses, come up. Come up to me on the mountain and wait there. It was an invitation to hire ground. Lord, lift me up. Look at your neighbor and say, I want to move on up. Beloved, 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 when God invited Moses to come up to the mountain, to come up to higher ground, he was telling Moses now to physically move his body from the valley where he stood at the base of the mountain to the summit where he could encounter God. See, you, you can't go to the mountaintop by being already on the mountaintop. You, you can't live on the mountaintop. You got to go to the mountaintop sometime, and then you got to go back down into the valley. Somebody say amen. Amen. Then you go from the valley back to the mountaintop. You don't want to live permanently in either one of them. You want to have some balance. Somebody say balance. Of course, the important thing in this lesson, the important thing was, is that it's not just about physical ascension of Moses to higher ground, but God was also talking about spiritual ascension. That he also wanted Moses to bring it all to him. Move on up, body, mind, and spirit. And so Moses followed the Lord and and replied to the invitation. He moved up in his total humanness to speak with God and to spend time with God. Look at his neighbor and say you gotta spend some time with God. Listen, when I was young I can I can vividly remember that I was afraid of, of so many things. One of my major Things is getting rid of some of the stuff and I really like to work on myself. I don't, I, I don't. <laughs> I was very afraid to go to Girl Scout camp where my mama was the director of the camp. Every summer I was afraid of bugs. I was afraid of snakes. I was afraid of outhouses. I was afraid to sleep in the tent. <laughs> I didn't like none of that. Nobody wanted to be my partner because I wouldn't turn a hand loose. I was always scared (laughs) of everything. (laughs) And listen, the time would always come. I had a great fear of heights. The time would always come. (gasps) When my mama would lead us to the bottom of a high mountain, and then she'd tell us, we are going to climb to the top. Everybody was ready, you know, to follow her lead but me. Somebody say but me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was very hesitant. I, but in, in my fear, because it was my mama, I, ah, and I didn't want to embarrass her in front of all them girls because nobody else was acting up and saying nothing. And so I I went anyway. I started to climb anyway. So my mother, camp director who had no fear of the outer doors, started up the mountain with all of us girls walking up behind her. But the higher we climbed, the more terrified I became. You know, I used to have panic attacks. Really bad. When the Lord's trying to take me up in the ministry, he said, say, I- I'm finna call me the national, baby. I'm finna start letting you preach all over the nation. People didn't know that before the sermon, I was somewhere in a room having a panic attack. For real. For real. So I stopped on the mountain in the middle, and I, everybody else was going. I was sitting there, me and my little self, just crying to myself, shaking, and having a panic attack. I could not move any higher. In the middle of the climb, couldn't move any higher. But my mother, when they were getting to the top, she looked down and she saw me. Way Sitting in the middle of the mountain. Crying silently with my head down. Not moving. Have you ever had a panic attack? She looked at me and never said a word. He just stopped. Turned around. And came back reached her hand out and took my hand. Nobody said anything. He took me on up the mountain. I continued to climb, holding my mama's hand, and, and fearfully made it to the top of the mountain. But when I got to the top, listen, I was so happy that I made it that I started jumping up on top of the mountain and if nothing had happened, yes I did everybody else was jumping and I was jumping and so I just forgot, how scared nobody didn't bring it up to me, nobody didn't say nothing, I was jumping on the solid top of the mountain, the climb was over, I felt the victory of conquest just like everybody else and I learned that the view from the top of the mountain is worth the climb. The view from the top of a mountain is magnificent. Look at your neighbor say, master your fears. So listen, God is inviting us to higher ground in the spiritual sense of higher ground. He's telling us to come on up in our ability to love everybody. Come on. In the practice of your faith, stop tripping and and playing with God. Come on up in the strength of your hope. Never give up. Everything's going to be all right. Come on up in the degree of our commitment to God's work. God is telling us to come on up not only in a spiritual sense, but also in an ethical and moral sense. God says, come on up in the way you treat a stranger. They say the biggest problem In the denomination that we are part of is that we have become a fellowship rather than a hospitality center. God can't bless fellowships. When I'm happier to see you than I am to see a stranger who walks in that I don't know. When all I talk about is you, when you've been my friend forever and I ain't got no new friends. Girl Scout and we say, make new friends but keep the old, one is silver and the other is gold. So when you go in a church where there ain't no new people, it says something about the church. We are not a fellowship, we are a hospitality center in the name of Jesus Christ. And anybody who walks in here that we don't know gets more attention than we do. Somebody say amen. Come on up, come on up. Come on up in the demonstration of kindness. Why well, you gotta know somebody to treat them kind? Pay for the car behind you when you go at McDonald's. Pay for somebody at the El Polo Loco. <laughs> demonstration of kindness. Come on up in the practice of mercy. Had not been for God's mercy. His mercy means that he forgives all my nasty stuff. Come on up in your mercy. For God called Moses to come on up in more than a physical sense. Listen, it was when Moses came up the mountain that the supernatural Oh, we need to get excited about the supernatural and stop living in the natural a supernatural encounter took place between you and God it's a significant thing that God chose the mountaintop as the place to meet his servant. as to Moses its significant instrument because it represented a compromise a kind of cooperation between God and man get your neighbor and say move on up move on so that even now, we as a Christian just can't stay in the same place at the same level and meet with God. We all must move on up. For Pastor Moses, the meeting was God on the mountain with something like a face-to-face encounter. And while we may not have that type of encounter exactly, there are ways that we nevertheless have a meetup. With God, For instance, we meet God in his word. Somebody say amen. Whether that word is preached, taught, or read, for the word of God reveals the mind and the character of God. You, you can't know God, you can't please God, unless you know God's word. The word of God discloses the will of God. What does God want? And the word of God records God's dealing with human beings down through the ages. Let your never say, study the word, study the words. Study. To, show approved, to show yourself approved. Not only that, but we encounter God in the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit. That's why the devil got us scared of the Holy Spirit. I ain't never heard of nothing like it in my life. But I grew up with people who didn't ever talk about the Holy Spirit. So I'd go to the Holiness Church with some of my friends, and I'd be amazed at what was happening up in there. Somebody say amen. Ah, oh, with some mighty things happen up in the Holy Ghost church. Don't be laughing at them. I'm telling you, they used to pray all night long. I seen them sit somebody on the praying bench. And pray until they heal or deliver. The Holy Spirit might come as a still, small voice with the depths of your heart. The Holy Spirit might come as a warmth flowing through your body. The Holy Spirit might come as a wave of emotion. The Holy Spirit might come as an enveloping peace. I've laid hands on people and there is just a peace. A peace somewhere else in the midst of all the storm, God's Spirit will give you a peace that passes all understanding in whatever way. Beloved, the Spirit of God comes. It is the presence of God, and you can always feel it. Ladies and ladies, I tried it and I liked it. In our text, God said to Moses, verse 12, come up to me on the mountain and wait there and I will give you the law and the commandments. And the reason Moses was summoned to the mountaintop was so that he might receive the word, which we know as the Ten Commandments. They are still for real, the Ten Commandments. We live in a culture that don't know nothing about the Ten Commandments. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength and love your neighbor. As you love yourself. Thou shalt not kill. Thou shalt not lie. Thou shalt not cut. The Ten Commandments. You have to go up high with God to get that. The reason Moses was summoned was to receive that. Now, Now listen, now listen, 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 listen. To see the significance of all of this going up to the mountain to talk with God, we must remember that Moses and the people he pastored had just completed a long journey through the wilderness. They had gone through something. Somebody say amen. We want to forget. But sometimes when you forget, that means you go back in it. And I don't know. I don't want to. F- you know, they be talking about America being great again. I don't, I don't know what they I, That in my experience, we ain't finna go back there. Somebody help me up. And oh, no, we ain't going back. Not to that. You know why? Because I haven't forgotten it. (laughs) Oh, they just came out of the wilderness. and still. They had only come about halfway. They had run low on water and low on food. And they were weary from fighting off hostile tribes. The people were discouraged and couldn't see the point of their journey. Some of them even began to say, it'd be better for us to just stay slaves in Egypt than to come way out here your name say, Paul, Pastor Moses. You do know if we went on to finish the story that he didn't get to go to the promised land because the people got on his nerves so bad he sinned before God. You can't let the people get to you like that. It was time like this when Pastor Moses, the leader, needed to hear from heaven. The people God sent him to lead were driving him crazy. Oh, beloved, it's not an uncommon experience. For Christians who are trying to go somewhere for God to experience and allow us to experience what Pastor Moses did. Because the journey can sometimes be a burden. There are times when when your destination, beloved, and your goals and your purpose is not even in sight anymore. Your money and your resources are running low. Somebody say amen. Doubt and discouragement begin began to set in. you you, you tired, you're busted, and you're disgusted. But that's just the time when God says, come up to me. God says, don't lie down in defeat, don't sit back and mope, stop crying, girl, don't stand there in despair, man. But come up to me, and I will speak to you. Say, God, I accept your invitation. So Moses took Joshua and went up to the mountain. As he left, he told the elders to wait until we come back. And if anything comes up while we are gone, take it to my lieutenants. Aaron and her, every pastor needs some new tenants. I got some lieutenants up in here now. Takes a while to identify your lieutenants, but don't play with me now. I got some lieutenants up in here today. Somebody say amen, amen, amen. Listen to me, beloved. When God summons and when God calls us to higher ground and to a higher purpose, to a higher standard of living. We may have to leave business as usual behind. We may, we'll have to make some changes. We may have to leave some people in the valley. <laughs> or we may have to leave some bad attitudes behind. We may have to leave some mess behind. We may have to ignore trivial matters and get down to the real business. Tell somebody, say, keep it real, keep it real. So hear this. The Bible says in verses 15 through 16 that Moses went up on the mountain and a cloud came down covering the mountain for six days. And on the seventh day, God spoke from the cloud and called Moses to come in the cloud. And Moses entered the cloud not to be seen again for 40 days and 40 Nights, Moses was up on top of a mountain in a cloud talking to God for 40 days and 40 nights. Now, what you have to understand is that God was trying to make an impression on Moses. And sometimes it takes different time, period, according to who God's talking to, to make somebody change. God is still dealing with some of us after 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, or 80 years. That's why it reminds me of the song that says, please be patient with me. Because God ain't through with me yet. All of us could say amen to that. But for Moses, the process of receiving the word and encountering God was a 40-day event. Child of God, our purpose in 2019 as followers of Jesus Christ must be to reply yes to God's invitation. We must leave the low ground and go up to a higher ground where God can meet us. Take it from someone who's been in the wilderness. You don't never want a pastor leading you who ain't got no testimony. Why they say before you leave the people every Sunday morning, say something about your own personal testimony. take it from somebody who's been in the valley. Take it from, from someone who's experienced all kinds of setbacks. Nothing has come easy for me in this life. I got over fear of the dark. I got over fear of being alone. I got over uh, going to happy hour, drinking a little too much. I got over that. I can't remember when I've had a drink, but I remember when I used to. (laughs) I got over smoking cigarettes. My my son said to me the other day, Mama, I just haven't seen many people like you. I remember when you used to smoke cigarettes and we'd say something and you'd say, look, I'm grown. (laughs) Don't be telling me what to do. He said, and then we watched you just stop smoking. I said, it was God, son. It was God. It was God. It was God. I've been in the storms. I've been on the edge. I've been overwhelmed, overworked, sick, worn, weary, depressed, overlooked, and misunderstood. I've had my share of life's ups and downs. But, I love that word, but I'm still here. I'm still here today to tell you what I know, that 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 I know. I know that God will raise you up if you desire to get up. I know that God will bring you out if you desire to be more like him. I know that God will open doors that have been shut in your face if you just trust him. I know that God will rescue you because I know that God keeps his promises. And I pray. I pray to be better today than I was yesterday. I pray. song says from back in the day, fix me Jesus. I need to stop asking God to fix everybody else and deal with Lord, fix me. Look, Uh, the real enemy is in on me. Fix me. Whenever we get all caught up in ourselves, sometimes I have to say, Lord, please, I plead the blood over my thoughts. Stop me from obsessing over myself. Fix me, Jesus. Fix me. I want Jesus to fix me. Make me better. Take me higher. What about you? What about you? That's why I'm a woman with a purpose today. Purpose today. There's a song that I have to sing that I like. It's going. I'm pressing on. The upward way. New heights. I'm gaining. Every day. You cannot be afraid of change. You cannot be afraid of growth. You cannot be afraid of being fixed. If we weren't a changed person, you'd still be in diapers. God is always working on us. Changing us. Growing us up. up. Taking us to higher place. Lord, plant my feet. On higher ground. Lord, I thank you. Place my feet. The upward way new heights i'm gaining every every day and i'm praying as i'm upward bound lord plant place my feet on higher ground i'm pressing on the upward way stand to your feet New heights I'm gaining, yeah!